to go it's 606 january 5th 2024 want to join the show we would absolutely love to have you and find out why you're up already 601-995-1017 call or text us what's going on with you allison i'm so happy it's friday me too i i woke up this morning and like i could not get out of bed but the only thing that motivated me was like it's friday like i just have to get through today and then i'm done yeah i'm feeling a little tiny bit proud of myself just a tiny bit proud <laughs> So before Christmas and everything, I had, because I do dry January every year, I had the thought like, I could make it a whole month with no carbs. I could do that. For like a split second. And I had been drinking whenever I had that thought. (laughs) Yeah, you don't say. But that was a miserable fail. Absolutely. Because like first day back at work, there are donuts in the break room. Had one. Uh, Yesterday, king cake. Had a big giant slice of the king cake. But then yesterday... I did. I I was fairly healthy yesterday. I ate an entire chicken. <laughs> well, it's not carbs. No carbs in that. Now I did get a like loaded baked potato to go with my rotisserie chicken that I ate the entirety of. A lot but, of carbs in that. But I also had uh, green beans, so I'm feeling good about myself today. It's a balanced meal. I would say if your goal was you know like to eat more balanced, mm-hmm. that's a very balanced meal. And don't they say that if you're gonna eat carbs, a baked potato is like the way to go? Well, I don't know that it's specifically a baked potato, but potatoes are a better carb for you than say a donut right and this was a twice baked potato so that means that it has to be twice as good right for you no i don't i think i don't think that has any health benefits what are you talking about (laughs) to me it makes perfect sense that a twice baked potato would be twice as healthy as just a once baked potato only because this is going to feed into you feeling good about yourself um I've seen on Instagram. I don't know that I believe it because you can't believe everything you see on Instagram. I hate to break it to you. Yes, you can. (laughs) But there are some like fitness influencers that supposedly if you cook carbs and you let them cool all the way down and you recook them, that supposedly they're like less bad for you. So you're so, telling me that I was 100% right by this, like... Well, you're feeding into the fitness influencer conspiracy theories. Again, like, it could all just be hokey stuff, so you buy their book or whatever. This harebrained thing that I came up with this morning, that a twice-baked potato is more healthy, is actually true, if you believe well, an no, influencer. It, that's probably how the influencers came up with it. <laughs> well, just call me an influencer, I suppose. And uh, I'll be baking a potato three times this weekend. <laughs> Just keep on baking it. Yeah, it's get, it gets healthier every time. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I'm going to, uh, you know, get to my fitness goals by baking potatoes over and over and over again. Start the show now with the Why Not song of the day to get things kicked off. We're going to recap the DM dilemma from yesterday. If you missed it, coming up in a few minutes. But I thought little Shakira would sound great for the first Why Not song of the day for Friday, 2024. 615, Y101, Adam and Allison 
had a DM dilemma yesterday, which was an update all the way from last year. Family First Fran <laughs> had uh, DM'd us to ask if she was okay to let her 18-year-old son go on a trip for his Christmas vacation. Now, this would mean that he would miss Christmas dinner with the family and the general consensus. Everybody other than me thought that you have to let your 18-year-old son go. Now, we had a new DM dilemma because this upset Fran's mom. Family First Fran is the one who DM'd us. Her mother, the kid's grandmother, was very upset that he was not there for Christmas dinner. Yeah, she refused to come Christmas Eve so they could do the Christmas dinner with the whole family before he left. And she's also now saying that she's not coming to the high school graduation. Yeah. She's, so, she's digging her heels in. <laughs> how do you handle this situation? 601-995-1017. I did see a comment on the Adam and Allison Instagram page, A-D-A-M-N-A-L-L-I-S-O-N. And the general point of the comment was, yeah, the grandma's being a B, but think about why she's being a B. She's being a B because deep down she loves you. And the grandson. No, she wants to control you. Okay. I mean, maybe, but why does she want to control you? Because she loves you. That's at least the point of the comment. I guess that's kind of where I'm coming from, from my perspective on this. I mean, I feel more what I see throughout the Facebook page of, you know, people calling grandma toxic, controlling, a Karen, narcissistic. And honestly, I've been through a lot of this stuff in my own life. And it was really validating for me to read some of these comments. So just like, thank you, anyone who ever takes the time to call us, text us, comment on the Facebook or the Instagram, you don't know the impact you're having of somebody who might have been through something similar reading that, and you just gave them a little bit of validation. If you were not able to voice your opinion yesterday and you would like to now, 601-995-1017, go ahead, what you think? Well, I think it's honestly not very nice of Grandma to kind of say I kind of believe everybody here. Like, I think Grandma should go to graduation, but I think the family has an obligation to hang out with Grandma. But, like, there needs to be some compromise here, you know? Mm -hmm. Work on the timing of the situation. You know, maybe come after graduation. Say, hey, we might not be able to come graduation weekend, but could we come in a couple weeks after that or before that? Also, Grandma, why are you skipping my graduation? Because you skipped my uh, Christmas Day celebration. I don't know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just saying maybe they could all work on a time that they could get together another time. And so that way everybody would be able to be there. I'm for that. I don't think Grandma's going to go for it just because that's what they tried to do, saying, hey, he's going to leave Christmas Day. Let's do Christmas dinner, Christmas Eve. And Grandma said, I'm not coming. I mean... Yeah, she's just trying to be dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for the call. Y101, good morning. What's your name? It's Angry Andy. Angry Andy's here. Uh, what's up, Angry Andy? I'm wondering what's going on with some of these people's grandmas. What do you mean? Granny just wants to spend time with her family on Christmas. <laughs> Granny's just going to not get invited next year. Right? Aww. I mean, that just seems unreasonable to me. So if she can't work it out. I would suggest inviting me, and I'll just bring every grandmother I can find. There's a group for knitting that my grandmother's in on Facebook. Man, we'll we'll make them a quilt in the crowd. You heard? (laughs) Got some gilfs on that uh, knitting page? Yeah, we'll cap and gown him 
while he stands up. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Angry Andy, thanks so much for the call. Y'all be good, and I hope she doesn't make it the next year. Adam and Allison in the morning on Y101. Adam and Allison on Y101. Happy National Bird Day. Do you have a favorite bird, Allison? No. I saw some kind of a hawk this morning whenever I got on the 220. It scared the crap out of me. <laughs> I was driving and it like zoomed towards my vehicle and then pulled up like an, like a fighter jet would have. It was sweet. <laughs> Very distracting. Yeah, no, birds kind of scare me. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, that's another thing. Birds can be fearless from time to time. Well, and, like, the movie Birds. Never seen the movie Birds. What's that about? From where they, the birds attack? Yeah. I'm completely unfamiliar with this oh, movie. It's, it's terrifying. Maybe that's something I'll do this weekend, watch the movie Birds. You, I was wanting to watch a movie this weekend. I think you might have just uh, recommended one for me. You'll be terrified of birds. When did that come out? Who's in it? Anybody good? Um, It's an Alfred Hitchcock movie, so it's like from way back. Okay. I know nothing about Alfred and Hitchcock. <laughs> nothing. Um, uh, that's the only national day there is today, but perhaps you want to celebrate National Shortbread Day tomorrow. Ooh, that's something I didn't do in England that I really wanted to do was get some good old-fashioned shortbread What makes cookies. What makes English shortbread better or different than American shortbread? Well, it's like known there. Is it? Yeah. Had no idea. Like Scottish shortbread is like the jam. N- never heard of that. Do you put jam on the sh- Scottish shortbread? I mean, not traditionally. Maybe you could. I love shortbread. Yeah. I love just a, a plain shortbread cookie. Yeah. Do you bite into them and kind of like suck on them a little bit? Ew, what? No. No. What are you doing? No, because whenever you do that, like the butter comes out of the cookie. Uh, and then, no, it's good. I'm telling you, it's good. I'm telling you. Go suck on some no, shortbread. I don't want soggy shortbread in my mouth. Well, it's going to get soggy eventually because but, it's in your mouth. But like if you, if you, Bite aggressively, like it. it the buttery <laughs> sugariness is just all together. It's also National Bean Day tomorrow, so beans, beans, the magical fruit. The more you eat, the more you toot. Well, I guess if you put beans in your chili, it's mm-hmm. a good day to make chili. That would be, and it's chilly weather this weekend. Exactly. For sure. Um, I read something about chili this weekend. I don't know if this is true or not, but chili was invented, according to what I read by cowboys who mm-hmm. were trying to hide the smell and taste of rancid meat. Uh, what? <laughs> That's how chili was invented. What? According oh. to something I read this weekend. I knew it was cowboys, but I didn't know the rancid meat part. And that is like, because I love chili, but now, like, I don't I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to eat. I'm certainly not going to be able to eat someone else's chili now because I'm going to be worried that there's rancid meat hiding yeah, in there. Yeah. Uh, speaking of things that I've read on the Internet that I don't know are true or not, but I went down a rabbit hole about diapers oh no the other day and i need to tell you about this rabbit hole that i fell down all about diapers and the diaper corporations and big diaper has totally changed our society yeah i'll tell you about this next i wouldn't call myself a conspiracy theorist allison but i do enjoy reading conspiracy theories and i just kind of chalk them up as maybe they're true maybe they're not but this is interesting you know what i mean it's why i want to want adam and allison i was reading a conspiracy theory the other day about diapers basically this woman was saying that all of her children were potty trained by the age of 18 months Ooh. 
Which is above average. Oh, for, yeah. I think the average is like two and a half to three years old before kids are potty trained nowadays. Now, she was making the point that back in the 1900s, there were no disposable diapers. Yes, that's it, true. It was all reusable nappies, they mm-hmm. called them back then. Well, then... A corporation invented disposable diapers, and it made life much easier for parents. But back in the 1900s, whenever everybody was having to wash diapers all the time, kids were potty trained at 18 months old. Ooh. So they're saying that the big diaper corporations have convinced society and changed society even to tell you that you shouldn't even start potty training your kids until they're like two and a half years old. And then maybe it's potentially a little bit harder to do because, I mean, as we know, it's like if you want to learn a second language, the best time to do it is before five years old. I didn't know that at all. Yeah, that's because of your brain, like your brain, the younger you are, because you're still in that developmental stage, like your brain is just soaking up everything like a sponge. And as you get older and are in adulthood, you realize that like that sponge isn't very good anymore. (laughs) (laughs) It's not doing much soaking up. Like you one of those old crusty ones. Yeah, you really got to get the information and get it again and get it again before it really sinks in. So she was saying that kids are just like like genetically wired to not want to go to the bathroom in their diaper that like they don't sense. like that yeah like does anyone like the feeling of soiling themselves no <laughs> I, I mean i'm not here to judge but i would think <laughs> no <laughs> Uh, but so anyway, she was saying that you can like pay attention to clues that newborn babies are giving you that they need to go to the bathroom. And that's what she does. And there was like a diagram that was drawn of how she potty trains her like newborn baby. She holds her arms out in front of her with her palms up and places the baby in her arms and holds the baby over the toilet. Oh, and apparently, wow. that's how you teach a baby how to go to the bathroom. And all of her kids yeah. have been potty trained by a year and a half. That's, I mean, that's dedication. It is dedication. And the other thing that I was thinking about, like, what if she and her husband are going on vacation or something and want the in-laws to watch the kids or want their aunts and uncles to watch the kids for a weekend? At what point do you break to them? That, you know, hey, my kids don't really use diapers. You just have to hold them over the toilet. I would say you probably can't go on a vacation until after the 18 months when they're fully potty trained. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. yeah, I would think that that would be it. But isn't that interesting, though? If it's true, I don't know if it's true or not. It probably is. But they say the diaper industry is like an $82 billion a year industry. It makes sense. So they've completely changed society around over years and years and years to convince people that kids should not be potty trained until they're two and a half so they can make more money it's really successful marketing it reminds me of the de beers marketing campaign back similar time frame early 1900s what is the de beers marketing campaign so you used to just like get engaged get married no problem and then de beers was like you can't get engaged and show your love without a diamond and now all of a sudden you have to buy a diamond 
And now it's like you got to spend three months of your salary. Otherwise, you're garbage. You're not even worth her time. Well, the diamond thing is interesting because I've heard that diamonds aren't actually even that rare or valuable. Yeah, like a lot of them are just manufactured now. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Are, is there a conspiracy theory like that that you kind of believe in? Like you, you think some corporation back in 1918 or something was like, there's a marketing money-making opportunity here. If we just convince enough people that X, Y, and Z is how you're supposed to do things. I feel like a lot of things are about to be ruined for me. (laughs) (laughs) If you have one that you've heard of before, 601-995-1017. Adam and Allison in the morning on Jackson's number one hit music station. Y101. I was telling you about this uh, conspiracy theory rabbit hole that I fell down about uh, potty training kids, which is weird because I'm not a parent. I have no children on the horizon anytime soon but I found this so interesting that somebody was saying that like back in the 1950s Big Diaper got together with a group of pediatricians and they started convincing parents that you shouldn't start potty training your kids until they're like two and a half years old Mm -hmm. that way they could make more money on diapers for longer it makes perfect sense i don't know if it's true or not but this lady was basically saying you could start potty training your kid as soon as you bring them home it makes sense it makes a lot of sense lynn what did you want to say about that you are right about the potty training you are talking to a lady who has been potty training for the last 20 years If a parent would listen to me when they have a newborn, I could have that baby potty trained before it needs diapers. When you have a baby, they start learning. It's called manning, M-A-N-N-I-N-G. That's what a baby learns first. It learns to cry, and you go and tend to it, whatever it needs, if it's hungry, if it's wet. Yeah, that's what an infant learns. It's called manning. Okay, as it gets older, you can show that baby. Thank you so much for the call, Lynn. It's, it was an interesting conversation. That's why I wanted to bring it up. I don't know if I believe it or not, but it sounds pretty convincing. I totally believe it. I feel like most of our lives in modern society is just one marketing campaign or another. Yeah, that's a good point. That's why 101, <laughs> Adam and Allison will get into what matters to the Metro. If you still have a live Christmas tree, I have a great way for you to get rid of it. Next on the show, hang on. Adam and Allison on Y101. If you're about to go into work and you're like, I cannot turn this show off. And really, how could you? We've been talking about how you could potty train newborns for the past 20 minutes. Like, you wouldn't want to miss any of this. Uh, you could go to Y101.com, stream the show, or tell your smart speaker to play Y101. Some awful news yesterday out of Iowa. A sixth grade student was killed and five others injured in a shooting yesterday at Perry High School in Iowa. Police responded to the scene less than seven minutes uh, after it began and identified the shooter in a press conference as high school student Dylan Butler. Butler was armed with a pump action shotgun and a small caliber handgun. Officers located during the search of the school an improvised explosive device. Butler was found uh, dead from a self-inflicted gunshot wound, and authorities are still looking for motives, but some of his classmates said he was tired of the bullying. They say he'd been targeted since elementary school. 
Locally, if you still have a live Christmas tree and you don't know what to do with it, you can give it to the city as a gift to nature. The city of Jackson started yesterday hosting this two-day tree recycling event. Basically, what they do is they take your live tree, they grind it up for mulch, and use it for beautification pro- uh, projects Aww. around the city. Good story, right? Makes me sad. Why? Because it makes me think of the episode of Friends where Phoebe is scared that the trees that don't get sold are going to go into the wood chipper and not fulfill their Christmas destiny. Well. I mean, they did fulfill their Christmas destiny, but they're still ending up in the wood chipper. Phoebe would be so disappointed. Uh, If you want to buy some of the mulch from the event, it's five bucks a bag. If you weren't able to make the event yesterday, today's drop off starts in about 10 minutes and goes till 3 p.m. at Metro Center Mall. And finally, Joe Jonas. He got divorced from Sophie Turner. At least they're in the process Mm -hmm. of it. Now it sounds like he's got a new boo. Uh, After the singer was spotted boarding a plane with model Stormy Bree in Cabo San Lucas. The pair were spotted at a different city a short time later. The two potential lovebirds were also seen in Aspen, Colorado at a hot spot restaurant. So, how do you think it would go down? Joe, or, uh, yeah, Joe Jonas telling his parents, hey, met a new girl and her name is Stormy. <laughs> I just feel like that girl needs to run. I feel like it'd be real hard for me to tell my, my mom, like, hey, I have a girlfriend and her name is Stormy. <laughs> like, where did you meet her? I don't want to say. It's a secret. We've got new music Friday coming next on Y101. Some new releases that are less than eight hours old. Playing for you next. Adam and Allison in the morning on Y101. Heads up, if you're still at home listening to us on your smart speaker, give yourself a little extra time to defrost the windshield this morning. <laughs> Gonna need it. It's Y101, Adam and Allison, and it's time for New Music Friday. There's a new song from an artist that I've never heard of before. I think it's Umi V. I don't know, featuring V of BTS. Uh, wow. I okay. didn't know there was a V in BTS. I, I thought didn't. it was just BTS. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, it's, there's a V in there, too. Uh, the song is called Wherever You Are. Wherever you are. So there's that. What you think, Allison? It sounds a lot like her. The artist, her. I'm not familiar with the artist, her. I, I don't think believe. you are. You just don't know that you are. <laughs> Gabby Barrett has new music out. It's called You're My Texas. You're my home away from home. Your blue bonnet's going wild. Boy, no matter where I'm home. What you think? Will you be adding this to a playlist? It's not making me feel very nostalgic of my home state. I'm kind of disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> You're my Texas. And finally, out of nowhere, Green Day has new music out. It's called One-Eyed Something or Other. Not just holiday part two. 
Yeah, but at on the same time, well, okay, 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 okay. But how long ago was that song released? Because I remember going to that concert on my 14th birthday, so it's been some years. And like, I was expecting them to sound like hot garbage because all the bands from my childhood now sound like garbage. <laughs> Blink one auto tune. Yeah, and so like, I was not, I did not have high hopes, and that was so reminiscent, and it felt so good, and I like want to go back to the American Idiot concert. Yeah, that one was my favorite off from New Music Friday myself. Love it. Green Day, new music out. It's Y101. We are Adam and Allison at Post Malone with Doja. 705 on Y101. If you're new to the show, maybe you don't know yet, I am a guy who embraces excuses. <laughs> I love a good excuse. Yeah. Especially a good one. The one that you can't really, you know, find a fault with. There's a scientifically proven way to excuse failing on your New Year's resolution. Oh, boy. Tell you what that is. If you've already failed a New Year's resolution, just say this whenever people ask about it. Tell you what that is. It's 751 this morning. Before we do that, we've got cash in a flashback Friday, your chance to win $200, and it should be extra easy if you've been listening to cash in a flash all week. But before we do any of that, we're spreading positivity. The good vibe story of the day is coming in two songs, then the good vibe tribe, and hope Hopefully, we've just planned out your next 55 minutes, <laughs> and you won't have to go anywhere. It's Y101. We are Adam and Allison with Miley. Y101, Adam and Allison. It's 7-11. Time for the good vibe story of the day. What you got, Allison? So, I feel like Mississippi often gets kind of a bad rap whenever it comes to education, but I know that the Department of Education is really trying their best to make improvements, and I love getting to share stories like, you know, apparently Reading scores were way up in Mississippi. So they were asking Mississippi teachers to help teachers in other states. That was recent. Um, But there's a new study that's out that ranks Mississippi as number five for SAT scores. Really? In the entire United States. So the average uh, state score on the SAT is a 1226 out of 1600, which is 11% higher than the national average. And the only states that outranked Mississippi were Utah, Kansas, Wyoming, and the top spot going to Wisconsin. But, I mean, top five. That's impressive. And 11% above the national average. Very good to see that our SAT scores are looking pretty good. Do you remember what your SAT scores were? No, I don't remember at all. I think I was in the 90th percentile, though. (laughs) Look at you. (laughs) I had to take it like three times, though. Oh, really? (laughs) I I only took it once. I think I I got like a 1060 or something. That's good, I no, think. No, I don't think it was good. No, it's good. not. I think the best you could do, well, there was an extra portion. Yeah, there was I a took. portion where it was like, what, 1,800 at that time? I don't remember now. I think 1,600 is the best, and then the extra portion pushed it up to maybe 21. Maybe. I don't know. So out of 21, I think I got like a 1060. That's no. terrible. Yeah, no, it was not good. That's not good. terrible. Not good. <laughs> uh, now what are your good vibes all about? <laughs> 601-995-1017. Call or or text the show anything you're looking forward to doing this weekend or maybe something happened last night and you're just still smiling about that share it with us so we can all smile together about your good news 601-995-1017 Adam and Allison in the morning on Y101 
Adam and Allison on Y101. Good vibe tribe time. What are we feeling good about this morning? What's making you smile? 601-995-1017. Lead us off, Allison. I'm excited that it was a short work week. I feel like that should be most people's good vibes. If you did have to go to work. Actually, I was at an appointment yesterday and I was sitting in the waiting room and I overheard this woman who works at a doctor's office and she was just complaining. She was like, it's been so busy. I'm so glad it's a short week because it's almost over. So if that's you and you're like, this week has been horrible, it's almost over. Yeah. Yeah. It's a short work week. We did it. We made it. Congratulations. I'm very excited for this weekend and just kind of because it was a short work week for me as well. But after having like a week and a half off, I feel like a four day work week sucks it right out of you. <laughs> Feels like a six day work week. Today drained me. Uh, yeah, so it's exciting that it's Friday. I'm very happy for that. Now, what about you? 601 995 1017. Jessica texted us, has a big first date tonight. Very excited Ooh. to see where she's going to go. Man, that's risky, too. Like, so early in the new year, having a new date. Yeah, and I, I was reading, by the way, that Sunday is the biggest day for dating apps of the year. Really? Mm-hmm. So, like, the most people ever would. So, you're, you've got your best chances on a dating app this Sunday because the most people are going to be on it. Yeah, yeah. You're going to be um, casting the widest net this Sunday. But apparently for years, even before Tinder was around and it was just like Match.com, they were saying that the first Sunday of a new year is the biggest time to get on a dating site or dating app. That must mean that that's a common resolution. I've never heard so Somebody give the resolution of like, I would like a boyfriend or a girlfriend or I'd like to get serious. But that must mean it is a common resolution that a lot of people write at New Year's. Instead of signing up for that gym membership, they're like, eHarmony, here I come. Joshua texted us, didn't go to school at all this week. We go back on Monday. Good for you, Joshua. Oh, that's such a good vibe. I'm so jealous. Enjoy that <laughs> last uh, last couple of days off before you go back for the brand new year. Coming up next on the show, I want to tell you about, maybe you're not looking forward to anything this weekend. There are some really good ideas on what you could do, how you could spend some time this weekend that okay. I was reading about. There's uh, like five of them. Don't know if we'll get to all five, but maybe we have a suggestion that you'll latch on to. Next, after Tate McRae and Greedy on Y101. 727 on Y101. Adam and Allison, almost time for you to win $200 on cash in a flashback Friday. That's next. A couple things you could do this weekend. If you're like me, I will get to like 6 o'clock on Sunday evening and look back on what I've done all weekend. And the answer is typically nothing. And typically I'm very proud of that. Like I feel good about it. I think I want to work on that in 2024. Oh my gosh. I want to do more stuff with my weekends. Oh, okay. I think that that's what I want to do. And I found something today, uh, a couple different ideas on things that you could do this weekend. See if anything sounds good to you. Cook something at home. That is something that I typically do do on the weekends because I enjoy cooking. Yeah, I mean, it's a good time for it. You probably have a little bit more time in the weekend. Mm -hmm. And hopefully, like, the kids' activities aren't totally taking over your life just yet in the new year. And then maybe you'll have some leftovers so you don't have to cook first thing Monday after work. Yeah, maybe that's what I'm going to set a goal 
to meal prep on Sunday. You're for making the a week. lot of goals. You're making a. I feel like I know you, and you're not. You're you're gonna buckle under the pressure. Yeah. You got to focus on one goal at a time. One goal at a time. One goal at a time. All right. So maybe not do any of these things until after dry January is done. I would say just make it a goal to cook something this weekend that will hopefully have at least one day's worth of leftovers. Like baby steps. Thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate this. I'm glad we had this talk. <laughs> uh, another thing you could do this weekend if you're looking for something to do, deep cleaning. Perfect weekend for deep cleaning. It's going to be cold all weekend. Do a little deep clean. See, this is too hardcore for me because, like, I have a goal to clean. I'm a little behind because I had vacation. Christmas decorations are still up. But I've already let myself have some some grace. I'm like, Christmas decorations (laughs) don't have to come down this weekend. That's a nonsense. Just get the cleaning done this weekend. We'll save the Christmas decorations for next weekend. Another thing you could do this weekend, which it might not be good weather-wise for us here, but they say you could go on a hike this weekend. Uh, and, it's outdoorsy, uh, active. I mean, uh, fresh air. Yeah, I mean, I'm all for. I, I'd say you know, get outside for 30 minutes this weekend would probably be a good. A, but these are all. This feels like goals. Like this is all like, hey, be healthy, do the and like. Bro, we just came from the most unhealthy time. Like, I was, you know, going to town on Christmas cookies and sitting on the couch, and I was sick. And, like, I don't need all this pressure of, like, you got to be hiking and deep cleaning your house and meal prepping for the week. It's too much. What about starting a new book? That's the final thing that uh, the experts, if you want to call them that. Let me finish the book that I started, like, six months ago. Okay. What book was that that you started six months ago? I don't remember what it's called. Well, you could read the Britney book this weekend. Have you read the Britney no, book No, that's next on my list, but I don't want to start. Here I am starting all these books and not finishing them. That's not a good look. Listen, I think you have to have expiration dates on your list. No. It needs to be No, like this milk. book feels important. <laughs> it's so important that you don't remember what it is. Well, there's like a lot of work to like it's like worksheets and stuff. Uh, and then you gotta pause and then I forget to start back up again. All right. Well, I think I'm gonna go to Costco after the show today. <laughs> I'm gonna see if they have any books there. I think they have books at Costco. Maybe you're I'll not, pick out you, a book. Baby steps. You're gonna overwhelm yourself and you're gonna buckle under the pressure. And I don't wanna see that happen to you. Just baby step it. Uh, Zach is being supportive on the text I'm line. Not, he said, I am being supportive, but I'm also being realistic. He said, you got this, Adam, in all caps. That is even yeah. more supportive than <sighs> lowercase. Next on the show, Cash in a Flash. You're 90 seconds away from playing. Adam and Allison in the morning on Y101. Y101, Cash in a Flash. 60 seconds. 10 questions. $200. Jesse at home with the kiddos. Do they go back to school on Monday? They do. They go back on Monday. I'm going to take them to their grandparents uh, here a little while if the weather's not too bad and maybe maybe get some hunting in. I was going to say, nice. did any of those recommendations for things that you could do this weekend sound good for you? My oldest is 10. We've been hunting some, so he's been wanting to get some hunting in, but I I was definitely paying attention to them. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, hopefully you kill something this weekend and uh, have some delicious deer jerky or whatever you like. Oh, that'd be great. Uh, Backstraps, perhaps. Uh, All right, we got 10 questions that hopefully you've already heard before, and this should be an easy $200 for you, okay? All right. In three, two, one. 
What historical figure was said to have discovered electricity by flying a kite in a thunderstorm? Benjamin Franklin. What state does South Park take place in? Colorado. What is the precipitation that falls from the sky as water but turns to ice on contact? Freezing rain. A study found the average afternoon slump hits at what time? Three o'clock. A banh mi is a traditional sandwich from what country? Vietnam. What sitcom featured the band Mouse Rat? Parks and Recreation. Name the Calm Down singer who predicted her next album will be her last. Selena Gomez. According to the song Peaches, where does Justin Bieber get his pit from? Georgia. Spell time as in the herb. T-H-Y-M-E. And what American Idol judge is suing a former producer of the show? Paula Abdul. There it is. Our first $200 winner of 2024. Jesse, it's you. Congratulations. Woo, that's awesome. Yes, it is awesome. Now, what are we doing with the money? We buying ammo what? We got some ammo from Santa Claus. So, um, I, I don't know. I, maybe I'll have to... Some of your recommendations from earlier. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, uh, buy a new book or yeah. something, or a lot of new books. You can get a bunch of new books with 200 bucks. That's great. Hey, Jesse, do you have any New Year's resolutions that you're working on? I'm usually not so big on resolutions. Uh, one has been to, to read more. Okay, uh, because I found a scientifically proven way to make excuses if you fail at your New Year's resolution. <laughs> and we'll see if they work universally, because I'm not sure. Well, what's that? Well, I'll tell you next, Jesse. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Have a All great right. weekend, bud. Thank you. Adam and Allison on Y101. Y101, Adam and Allison at 7.54. You were in London over the Christmas vacation, and you know a little more about um, London culture than I do because you lived over there for a little while. Are they not good at following through with things generally? (laughs) They're as good as Americans. So I only ask because the research that found the best excuse to get out of failing a New Year's resolution, all this research was done at the University of London where they found that you should not use the excuse of, I just didn't have time. Mm. Nobody will believe you. And I I will say that oftentimes I tell myself, "Ah, I just don't have time. And then I look at like, what I spend my time doing, and it's nothing. Like, I have plenty of time. Right. And, I mean, it's it's within your priorities. If you prioritize your time to do something, you, the things that are important to you, you make time for. If you could call or text us with what your New Year's resolution is, because I want to test out their theory on the best excuse for failing a New Year's resolution. What are you resolving to do in 2024? And we'll see if this excuse works in case you fail it. 601 The best excuse for failing a New Year's resolution, if you do, is telling people you could not afford it. You thought you'd be able to afford it, then you started doing it. Turns out you can't. Because think about it. If you have a New Year's resolution to go to the gym five times a week or whatever, and then you start telling people that you don't have time, they're not going to believe you. But if you tell them, ah, actually, I couldn't afford to go to the gym. Yeah, but I feel like deep down, if your resolution is to go to the gym, is it really to go to the gym or is it to work on your physique? Whereas you could work on your physique for free. 
You could go outside and walk for free. Well, that's why you have to be careful what you make your New Year's resolution, <laughs> Well, I but then I feel like, I mean, that's that's kind of swapping things out. It's semantics. So then this is a, a perfect thing to do, and this is why I would love it if you could call or text us with your New Year's resolution. I want to test out if this is actually accurate. Would this work? Telling people you could not afford it. Because if you have a New Year's resolution to eat healthier... That's perfect. That you, one would work, yeah. Because, I mean, everybody who's ever bought groceries before knows that it is way cheaper to eat unhealthy than it is healthy. I would say, arguably, like, more importantly is, is like, if you're new to eating healthy, it's very hard to know how to do it in a budget-friendly way. Like, mm-hmm. the people who are very experienced at eating healthy know where you can be like, okay, I'll get the canned vegetables or I'll get frozen stuff, and they know where and how to save money. Whereas if you're totally new to it, it's, it's you got to put in the work. That's extra work outside of eating healthier, and then you're more likely to fail. So, yeah, I could see that. So, another real common new year's resolution save money that's a perfect one <laughs> to say that you couldn't afford to I save money afford it. yeah but it sounds so backwards doesn't it oh my gosh that's funny now katie just texted us about her new year's resolution which is to love herself better i don't know if you could necessarily say like if you get to the end of 2024 i don't know if you could say well i couldn't afford to love myself better i think it absolutely works though because i feel like a lot of self-care costs money uh, and, explained like well, are you like, talking like massages and well, yeah stuff? i feel like massages would fall under self-care and those are very very expensive mm-hmm. you know treating yourself to a little Starbucks or getting your hair done like those things can add up and I realize you don't need to buy yourself things to love yourself but whenever I was given the advice from a therapist that I should start quote dating myself which I feel like is kind of self-love part of that was like you know take yourself for a little treat take yourself out on a date night those things cost money those things cost money yeah and if you're dating yourself you don't have some tinder match to pay for the dinner you got to pay for your (laughs) own well i didn't have dinner matches pay for my dinner anyways (laughs) 601-995-1017 we're going to test this out what is your new year's resolution and would you be able to fail at it and have a valid excuse of i couldn't afford my new year's resolution Mm. i just can't think of i mean the love love yourself one is is another one that is a good one that works try to find one that wouldn't work for saying i couldn't afford my new year's resolution 601-995-1017 is our phone number if you want to give us a call and share your new year's resolution with us and we'll see if this excuse actually works I don't know if this is empowering or demotivational. Oh, no. It's Y101, (laughs) Adam and Allison. We're talking about how science has decided that if you fail your New Year's resolution and you have to tell people that you failed your New Year's resolution, the excuse you should make that pretty much nobody can argue with is you couldn't afford your New Year's resolution. Yeah. So if you resolve to go to the gym all the time, then you can just all of a sudden find out, ah, actually, I couldn't afford a gym membership. There you go. Nobody's going to question that, or so they say. So I was wondering, what were your New Year's resolutions, and is this actually foolproof, or if you're resolving to do something, um, you're not going to be able to actually say you couldn't afford it. I saw one that just got texted into us. I have a New Year's resolution to do something nice for somebody every single day. 
And don't they say that doing something nice for somebody doesn't cost you anything, typically? Well... Or it doesn't have to, at least. It doesn't have to, but I feel like the things that you automatically think of are things that cost money. Like, let me bring in coffee for the office, or let me pay for the person behind me in the drive through line. Or, like, a lot of the good deeds or acts of kindness that you think of cost money. That's a good point. But then again... I mean, I experienced this while I was traveling for the holidays. I was at our airport here in Jackson getting on the plane, and I could tell the gate agent was just stressed because that's like a stressful job already. And, I mean, couple that with holiday travel and everything, she was, like, flustered. And as I was scanning my phone to get my boarding pass or whatever, um, I looked at her and I said, Merry Christmas, and I smiled at her. And I could tell... I, at least I felt like I felt like her face lit up. I wouldn't be able to count that though. Like, what are you talking about? There's something within me that, like, really, me saying Merry Christmas to someone is going to count as me being nice to somebody that day. Like, I could not count that. Somebody uh, else texted us and said they're trying to try a new food each week. Now that is something that if you fail at, you would be able to use the excuse. Can't afford it. Absolutely. Trying new foods is expensive. Um, it, it, Yeah, it definitely can be, for sure. But Especially if you try something you don't like and yeah, then you have to waste it. That's oh, true. Wasting food in this economy feels just sinful. But I am now trying to think if there are 52 foods that I've not tried before. I'm sure there are, like exotic stuff. Oh, well, then you could totally say you couldn't yeah, afford to Yeah, because that. that stuff is expensive. Um, how about make a new friend every month? That would cost zero dollars. Are you sure about that? <sighs> That's a good point. Because, like, how are you supposed to become friends with them unless you, like, do things together, which usually, like, you step out of the house, you instantly spend $100. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, I mean, I guess you could go to the park or something. But how many people are just going to be down for going to the park? Um... Here's one that I found online for kind of an unusual New Year's resolution, break a record. That certainly would cost money. And if you failed at that, you could say, couldn't afford to break a record. Well, not all records would cost money. Like uh, if you held your breath for the longest amount of time. Yeah, that might just cost you your life. <laughs> yeah. So, no, you're right. No money. And then you're going to spend way less money. You're going to save money if you set that record. It's my 101. Adam and Allison got to check in with some info to start your day. What matters to the Metro next? Why 101? Adam and Allison at 812. We'll get into what matters to the Metro in just a second. But if you are making a New Year's resolution to maybe go on a walk every single day, here's an idea. Why don't you listen to the Adam and Allison podcast so you're caught up on everything we did on the show while you go on your walk? It'll make the walk go much faster. A hundred percent, it will. Yeah, so uh, get the Adam and Allison podcast either by texting the word POD, P-O-D, to 601-995-1017, or just go to Y101.com and you can get caught up on the podcast there. Now giving you the info you need to start your day on what matters to the Metro, and unfortunately, a sixth grade student was killed and five others injured in a shooting yesterday at Perry High School in Iowa. Police responded to the scene less than seven minutes and I in less than seven minutes and identified the shooter in a press conference as high school student Dylan Butler and said he was armed with a pump action shotgun, small caliber handgun, and they found some kind of improvised explosive device at the scene. 
The suspect uh, apparently died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. And while authorities aren't saying anything about the motive, some of his classmates said he was bullied pretty mercilessly from the time he was in elementary school. Just a terrible story all the way around. Little bit better news locally if you're still looking to get rid of your Christmas tree, your live Christmas tree. The city of Jackson is doing something to eliminate the people dumping their Christmas trees illegally or anything like that. They're hosting a drop-off event. It started yesterday at Metro Center Mall and will continue today from now until 3 o'clock this afternoon. Now, you drop off your tree. They run it through a wood chipper and turn it into mulch that will be used for beautification projects across the city. Or they're also selling mulch for five bucks a bag. Still can't help but think about Phoebe watching those trees go through the wood chipper. Yeah, I'm sorry to I'm sorry to bring it down like that for you. <laughs> also, Joe Jonas of the Jonas Brothers and this band, the NCE, has apparently moved on with his love life after the divorce from Sophie Turner. He was spotted boarding a plane with a model named Stormy Bree in Cabo San Lucas. And then they were spotted in a different city a little bit later. I still want to know how he broke the news to Mr. and Mrs. Jonas that his new girlfriend was named Stormy. Mm-mm. Any relation to Ms. Daniels? Do uh, well, I don't think first names make you related. <laughs> I think in that industry they might. Oh, no. I don't know. I don't know. I would maybe have her just go by Storm. Would that be better? I, I have no idea. Or store? I don't know. Store? <laughs> we'll be right back. And I have a story that is heartwarming from an artist that's relatively new to Y101, not new to the country world, but Jelly Roll did something absolutely incredible. And I'll Aww. tell you about it next. Adam and Allison in the morning on Y101. You could hear this story about Jelly Roll and not feel like an even bigger fan of him. It's Y101, Adam and Allison. I did see Jelly Roll on Dick Clark's Rockin' New Year's Eve, hosted by our co-worker Ryan Seacrest. And Jelly Roll performed. He sounded great. And then Seacrest was interviewing him afterwards. And he Jelly Roll was just so gracious mm. to be interviewed by Seacrest. He gave him a big hug, picked him up off the ground. <laughs> they looked like the number 10 standing next to each other. It was very <laughs> funny, but it also seemed so genuine. He was like, he, he said to Ryan Seacrest, I love you, dude. Yeah. Like, I just on and on about how much he loved them. And it was really, really cool. And I hear that jelly roll i've never met him personally but i think uh nate and tracy have met him and i think they're like buds with jelly roll that's so cool <laughs> which i think is awesome very and awesome it's also something that's unique to country artists like they seem to really just be down to earth anytime i've ever spent any time around country artists they're the coolest people so jelly roll did something amazing uh, he met with a terminally ill grandma who is a huge Aww. fan. Sharon Brown has early onset dementia and renal fa- failure, and she's not going to do dialysis. So uh, Sharon and her daughter, uh, her, her daughter Melissa, set up the meeting, and here they are talking about it. Her dying wish, number one on her bucket list, was to meet Jelly Roll. He gave me so many hugs. He made me feel like I was so special. He told me, I only look 50. It was just an incredible experience to be able to do that with my mom. It will be 
a day to remember for the rest of our lives. Something that Jelly Roll said during his interview on New Year's Eve with Ryan Seacrest was he he feels so blessed. And as long as he continues to be this blessed, he feels like it would be a complete waste of time to not be able, if he's able to bless other people, that he's always going to do that. And I genuinely feel like like that is the most real, down-to-earth dude possibly in all of the entertainment industry. I think it's incredible because they had an impact on him, mm-hmm. yet he like changed their lives forever. Oh and, and he's like the type of guy who wouldn't feel that way, who wouldn't feel like he could do something. Sci- like I've heard him whenever he's like won awards and feeling like undeserving of it or like also like, look at me, I'm just some guy and here I am getting like rookie artists. Like you could do anything. You could capture your dreams yeah. at any time, never give up. And so to have that mentality, it like lets me know that he's definitely not the type of person who would feel feel like he's making the difference he is just by being himself and and also i think another part of this is i mean it might not seem like on the surface to be that big of a deal for jelly roll to just go meet a couple fans but that had to take a lot out of him to like be in that situation like it had to be sad you know realizing that you're meeting this terminally ill fan who it's on her bucket list to meet you like that had to be like emotionally draining for the dude and i don't think he even thought twice about it Aww. so uh, another reason to be a big fan of jelly roll it's why 101 adam and allison at 825 what's the expense that causes you the most amount of stress like unexpected expense 601-995-1017 it's adam and allison on why 101 i'm wondering if if your answer will line up with what a survey found, what would you say the biggest unexpected expense has been in your life that like stressed you out? You were like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Anytime it hasn't happened a lot, knock on wood, but I know like that time is coming. Anytime Sealy has needed something unexpected, oh. it always ends up being a lot of money. And I know like as he gets older, it's only going to become more expensive. I didn't think about that. It's very stressful because it's like, obviously, I'm going to pay it. Like, I'll pay any amount of money. I'll go into debt. I'll I'll take out a mortgage if I have to to pay for his medical bills. You don't even own a home. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You're going to mortgage your dog. Uh, That is not on the list, actually. Pet expenses, not on the list. Now, the group of people surveyed were people who said that they had less than two months' salary saved up. So what stresses them out the most is medical expenses, unexpected medical expenses, which I can totally believe. But again, for me, knock on wood, I've been lucky that I've never really had to face that. For me, it's car expenses. And I, I am always very nervous about having to deal with unexpected car expenses. Yeah, that's what Danielle and Pearl just texted in. By far, car trouble is yeah. the biggest stressor when it comes to expenses. 601-995-1017. What is the most stressful, unexpected expense? Somebody just uh, just texted in about dogs always needing something not planned for. So mm-hmm. there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I just wonder if, if it is medical expenses for most people, like this survey revealed, or if it's something else. I know 
I I mean, I went through like a decent amount of savings that hasn't been replenished. Now, the fact that it hasn't <laughs> been replenished, my fault, 100 percent. But years ago, I kind of lived by the adage of if you could keep an old vehicle running for a thousand bucks a year, that's a good thing to do. What? That's I, so much money. A thousand dollars a year? Well, but the thought is if you buy a new vehicle for, say, twenty thousand dollars, you're not going to get 20 years out of it with no maintenance, Not like something's definitely going to go wrong that's going to cost $1,000 over that course yeah, of Yeah, but I of feel like years. if it's costing you $1,000 a year, it's at least time to get a newer used car that isn't costing you $1,000 a year. Now, listen, I'm not saying this adage <laughs> is correct. In fact, I've, I kind of disagree with it. Yeah, now. that Be- sounds expensive. But like, I don't know, eight years ago or something, I was driving uh, a, a vehicle that every like eight months something would go wrong it was like the same thing that went wrong i needed like multiple new ignition coils i still don't know what that means at all (laughs) you're probably getting scammed but i do know that it costs a thousand dollars to replace one of them and so i would i would spend a thousand dollars say in january to replace my ignition coil and then in august whoop New ignition coil needs wow. needs to be replaced. So then it's like, okay, I've already spent the thousand this year, but do I want to buy a whole new car at this point? I don't know. It, it stresses me out. And imagining something happening to a vehicle in the back of my head, anytime I think about it, it's like, oh, and like I sometimes even get a little bit of anxiety every time I go to start a car, and it's like, is it gonna work? Is it gonna work? Is it gonna work? <laughs> Leia just said recently dropping seventy five hundred on car repairs uh, freaked me out. Oh, I bet I just had a heart attack thinking about that. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Oh know. my gosh! That's so much money. I'm so sorry, Leia. Uh, Six zero one nine nine five one zero one seven. Adam and Allison on Y101. Y101, Adam and Allison. We were talking about the biggest financial stresses on people. Apparently, by and large, it's medical expenses. Unexpected medical expenses are the biggest thing that stress people out. Luckily for me, I've never dealt with that. But something I have done dealt with over the course of my driving tenure is car trouble. Yeah. And I remember it was probably like eight years ago now. That I had an ignition coil go out. I'm stuck in the middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania, and on a Sunday afternoon, and I had to get back to where I live, like three hours away. I sat in a waiting room on a Sunday afternoon for eight hours Oof. while this place tried to fix my car. They they did, but oh, it was awful. And now I'm looking at the text messages. Um, Leia says ignition coils are the thing that makes the car start from the starter. Basically, you just needed a new starter. Well, I don't know because there are, I think, multiple ignition coils or may, I don't know what. I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I think you got taken for a ride. <laughs> That's what Richard's saying. Richard texted us and said an a, uh, ignition coil should cost $350 at max. But, I mean, I wasn't installing it myself. And my understanding was that they had to, like, lift up the whole engine block to install the new part and that's what costs money, like the the labor of taking the engine apart, lifting it up, and doing the work. I don't know. But this is why 
I car repairs and anything like that stresses me out because I am a guy who doesn't know a single thing about fixing cars. I have a theory that guys like you get ripped off far and away more than women do. Because, like, I feel like the stereotype is that a lady who goes into a car shop, they're going to assume she doesn't know anything. They can just make up words and say, yeah, it's going to cost $1,000. That's what you owe us. Um, But I think that... A lot of, like, whenever women come in, they assume even if she doesn't know what's going on, she probably has a boyfriend or a husband or a dad that she can call or maybe even a mom, you know. Women Mm -hmm. can know about cars, too. They have someone in their life that knows about cars, and they're not going to be ashamed to call and say, hey, I have no idea what this is. They're saying I owe a 1000 bucks for this ignition coil, whereas guys like you, they don't think would call someone to be like, is this real or not? Because you wouldn't want to seem unmanly to other people. But then again, here I am getting taken for a ride at a mechanic place years ago. But I've never really made any bones about the fact that I'm not a very manly man whenever it comes to this <laughs> well, type yeah, of stuff. You still got taken for a ride, I think. I know. I know. Huh. It still worked. <laughs> do you think? Do you agree with Allison, by the way? Because that's an interesting theory. Do you think unmanly men still have their pride in the way so they get taken advantage of more than a woman who maybe doesn't have her pride in the way of calling somebody up who knows about cars and vehicles and stuff? I think so. 601-995-1017. That's an interesting theory. I'd love to know if anybody agrees <laughs> with it or not. It's Y101, Adam and Allison. I do have to get my spark tube replaced. <laughs> it's leaky, my leaky spark tube. Shout out the office. Y101. What it is. Allison, are you participating in January? What? January. It's Y101, Adam and Allison. A trend that started a few years ago back in 2019 encourages women not to shave anything during the month of January. Well, but why wouldn't we just participate in No Shave November? Uh, To fight the patriarchy. Oh, okay. I'm assuming. I don't know. (laughs) But I would think like that would be, like, wouldn't that be better if we all stopped shaving together? I don't know. I don't know. But Uh, no, I'm not participating. I didn't realize it was a thing. uh, The official January Instagram has over 40,000 followers. It says their goals include promoting self-confidence, challenging societal beauty standards, and creating a supportive community where people can share their hairy journey. So, Interesting. Do you- so wait, is so the goal of January, here's why it starts in January versus no shave November is because the goal isn't just not shaving for a month. It sounds like the goal is this is your New Year's resolution. This is the year I stop hair removal altogether. If we have a woman listening right now who is participating in January, could you just text us? I'm curious why you're doing it. Is it just for fun? Like, I did No Shave November this year, just kind of for fun, just to see what it would look like after a month of not shaving or trimming my face and my scruff and everything. But I feel like if you're saying it's for the purpose of changing beauty standards, that is saying I'm done letting my beauty or how I feel about myself being defined by, you know, having hairless armpits or, you know, if wherever else you might remove hair on your body. If that is what you're trying to do, you do realize that that's going to take like 200 years. <laughs> well, yeah, right? it's going to take a lot longer than a month. But I mean, it's it's yeah, I mean, it's I don't know. Do you, I would think you would. That would be a commitment. Now, if you had a friend who was participating in January 
and her boyfriend or husband was not supportive. Would you think he's a bad guy or would you just think he likes what he likes? Uh, I would feel like I, I don't realistically see a man who is genuinely in love with his partner actually being. But you know why? Because like, let's face it, ladies, like, I mean, there's been some times where like. It's been a minute since I shaved my legs. It's been a minute since shaved. And like no guy has ever been like, ugh. Like I'm more grossed out than like no guy even notices that there's like practically trees growing under my armpits. Like I'm the only one who's uncomfortable by it. So I wouldn't really buy a guy. Like I think a guy might think that. I think he might think like, oh, I'm going to be so bummed out if she grows her pit hair out. But I realistically think once it actually happened, like he wouldn't even notice. I would be very like, I I don't know. I'll I'll admit to it. I think, you know, long armpit hair on a female is not a great feature for me personally. I, I don't like it. You have every right to do that. But I feel like I have every right to say that to me is not attractive. I don't think that makes me a bad dude. But I still like it might not be attractive on the surface, but I still think if you got to know someone and you started to like them, that wouldn't deter you from falling for mm. them. I really don't mm. think it would. I really mm. don't think it would. Because honestly, I find the hair disgusting. I, f- I don't like it. I don't like it on myself. I don't like it on the people that I date. Like, I would much rather a guy be shaven, but that's pretty rare. Like, there aren't a lot of guys that shave their pits or their legs. They're just hairy and disgusting. Well, and, like, you know, I deal with it. Happy January, everyone. <laughs> Adam and Allison in the morning on Y101. Y101, just to wrap up the Harry conversation, it's Adam and Allison. And Chris texted us at 601-995-1017, and I totally agree with Chris. He says, I can deal with the little hair on the legs, the arms down there, but if you got hairy pits, we ain't even talking. That's so bizarre. So I, that just unlocked a memory for me. I remember in fourth grade, there was a girl that was in my class. Her name was Felicia and she had Harry Pitts. And any, remember a few years ago, whenever everybody was saying bye Felicia, anytime somebody said bye Felicia, I thought of Harry, Harry Pitts. <laughs> That's a true story. I, I didn't want to be like that, but I was. It's just my biology. So bizarre. Y101 and Jack Harlow. Adam and Allison on Y101. We got an Instagram page that if you could follow us, it would mean so much. A-D-A-M-N-A-L-L-I-S-O-N. Adam, the letter N. Allison on Instagram. Hit the follow button. We'll follow you right back. Do we have anything fun up there right now? Well, I am working on a video from yesterday's DM Dilemma. So if you missed that and you kind of want something that's really easy to catch up with, that'll be up later today. Awesome. Adam and Allison on Instagram. Go ahead and follow us. We'll follow you right back. You can see some behind-the-scenes footage from the show. If you wonder what we look like while we're in here doing the show. <laughs> yes. It's actually not that impressive. But you can check it out for yourself. Follow along on Insta. It's Y101, Adam and Allison, and Black Bear. Y101, Adam and Allison, 66-year-old Roy Hyde might want to consider a dry life. Not just a dry January. Okay. 
He's from Canada, and he apparently, now this has not been verified by Guinness or anything, but he has just set what we think is a world record for most convictions for DUIs. Oh, no. If you had to take a wild guess, how many times do you think he's gotten popped for a Dewey? Oh, gosh. I don't know. I mean, maximum number that I think could be possible out there is like 30. Uh, 21. He's got 21 drunk driving convictions, and he just it just happened again. He was on a motorcycle, too. So I guess he got into some kind of an accident. He had a passenger on the motorcycle no. with him while he was hammered. No. The passenger was being treated for their injuries, and he took off, and he was convicted once again of his 21st DUI conviction. I mean- his license surely should have been taken away a long time ago if it yeah. wasn't. Like, I mean, I think they're supposed to pretty much take it away indefinitely, what, after like three or something like that? I, I think that's the rule in America. Now, this did happen in Canada, so you never know what the Well, what uh, is Canada are. doing? Like, I mean, they're not protecting their drivers. Like, it's, his license should be gone. And, like, I get it. Plenty of people drive without licenses all the time. Like, that could still... But, I mean, like, clearly this guy is going to do this. Well, like, he's not going to change. There's no recovery for him. Like, he just... He's a drunk driver. He will always be and. I don't know how you stop it. Well, one of the other things he was convicted for was driving while disqualified. I'd never heard of that in America before. It sounds like a Canadian thing. So I'm wondering if that is he didn't have a valid license. Yeah, maybe license. it was driving without a He needs like an ankle monitor. And if it like moves and they don't have him registered on an Uber or something, it's like... I think he needs like a, a ball and chain, like <laughs> something literally attached to his ankle that he can't get into a vehicle. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, tie him up to a tree. I don't know. But <laughs> yeah, how do you, you stop drunk, this? If you drunk drive 21, 21 times. No, he, and he didn't That's a just, choice. Like, that's not, that doesn't accidentally happen. It's not just that he drunk drove 21 times. He was caught drunk driving yeah, 21 times. That's a good point. Like, they're not, police don't bat 1,000 when it comes to catching people drunk driving. I think people get away with it probably, who knows, hundreds of times before they're caught. Mm. Some people. Mm crazy though so uh if uh let's let's not anybody set that record in america yeah i won't be driving in canada anytime soon yeah i won't be going to canada anytime <laughs> soon and it has nothing to do with the drunk driving it has to do with it being canada why 101 why 101 adam and allison at 9 28 if you have ever felt i I have to be the only person who feels like this. I wanted to tell you about a couple things that mental health professionals have spoken out about online that they hear all the time from their clients, and their clients think that they are the only person in the entire world who feels this way. Okay. So obviously, if they're hearing it pretty commonly, it's not that you're the only person who feels this way. (laughs) You're definitely not alone. Start with something that, if you're a mom, maybe will resonate with you. Quote, being tired of being a mother, there is this so thing of loving your kids and them being the first thing in your life but having a child is messy and really hard work it's normal to want to just take a break once in a while from all that responsibility absolutely i can't imagine any parent out there ever has lived their entire parenthood of not being sick of being a parent at one point or another 
It's a lot. Like, I mean, I can't imagine either. I, I have a dog. I love my dog so, so much. But there are days where it's it's a chore. It's a burden. And so I can't even imagine what that burden would be if that's a child and not just like, oh, my gosh, I've got to take my dog out one last time before I go to bed. Like, sometimes that feels like such a chore. Mm-hmm. It really does. So I can't even imagine. Give yourself a little grace. I mean, I think back to being in, like, my childhood. I'm the oldest of four boys. And I remember all... All the crud that my parents mm. had to do mm-hmm. for me and my brothers, like running from practice uh, to the games, to school, to go back to school after you leave because you left a textbook that you need to do your homework. It's like a whole thing. Oh, yeah. Um, also, something that's more common than people uh, realize is that grief looks different for everybody. So just because if you lose somebody in your life, a lot of people think if they're not like crying and outwardly sad, that means that they didn't actually love that person. This particular mental health professional said, in fact, the five stages of grief, total BS. Don't even listen to the five stages of grief because it's different for everybody. Interesting. And I'll do one more of these here. Um, I have heard some variants of this. This is probably weird, but I feel like if I'm my true self around others, they won't like me. Uh, This particular professional said she or he has heard that more times than they can count. Yeah, but you feel it. I mean, you feel it in your bones. Like, that's one of those things where it's like, I don't really care if other people feel that way. I still truly believe if people got to know the real me, they would leave. Gotcha. Interesting. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe you feel less alone. Hopefully you don't feel more alone than you did two minutes ago whenever we started talking about this. But And maybe knows? therapy seems a little less scary now. Maybe. It's Y101, Adam and Allison, commercial free with Doja. We could be the soundtrack to your Friday all day long. Once you go into work, just go to Y101.com. You can stream the show live. You could also just tell your Alexa, play Y101. It's that easy. But we request that you speak nicely to your Alexa. (laughs) Yes. She has feelings. It's Y101, (laughs) Adam and Allison, and Lil Dirk. Y101, Adam and Allison. That's it. We are done for the week. We'll be back live on Monday morning with the morning show. We'll also be hanging out tomorrow from 10 to 2 if you're uh, just driving around <laughs> wanting to listen to some music. We'll be here for you. What you got planned this weekend? Just, I I need to clean. I don't want to clean, but I do need to. And then hanging out with my dog. Yeah, there you go. I have decided that I am making a beeline to Costco right now. And I'm going to check out their frozen section because I love frozen treats from Costco. <laughs> I, I, I found a story. We didn't get, have time to get to it this week, but like the 25 best frozen foods at Costco right now. And I was oh going nuts gosh. just fantasizing about eating them this weekend. Oh, I don't even want to know how much money you're about to drop at Costco. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. It's all a great deal. Yeah. <laughs> if, it, if you buy it at Costco... You're getting a good deal on it. We all know that. But do you really need it? Probably not. You buy the weirdest things from Costco. You are the, you don't shop practically. Like, I don't see you buy things. I don't ever hear you talk about things that it's like, that's actually like, okay, you go through, you know, deodorant pretty regularly or whatever it is. And I like, did. Get, I, the last time I went to Costco, I got deodorant. Okay, fine. So there's one. There's yeah, one. Thank but you. then you'll buy like, like bulk honey. Uh, Who needs bulk honey? Nobody needs it's bulk honey. Well, I, I mean, I also bought bulk hot sauce a little uh, less than a year ago. Who needs that? I've not gotten through uh, one bottle. I have two left. But 
that doesn't go bad. Insane. Hot sauce doesn't go bad. Yeah, but then where are you supposed to store it? So now you're going to end up with so much stuff that then you got to pay for a storage unit. And then, like, what are you no, doing? I like, I like Hansel and Gretel, my hot sauce. I have, hot, you know, hot sauce in one area. Then I could bring a hot sauce bottle to work. You never know when you're going to need hot sauce. <laughs> We'll be back. Uh, Have a great rest of your day and a fantastic weekend. Johnny O's in next. He's got the noon kaboom coming up at 12 o'clock. Y101, Jackson's number one hit music station.